Alam mo yun, in paper, parang a lot of the government projects are like this. Eh. Yung in paper sounds good, ang daming kagastusin, pero yung long-term sustainability, who you expect to benefit from this. Alam mo yun, it's, I, I don't know, it, but pa kasi tayo nag-explain para sa kanila kung ano ibig sabihin nila ng libreng wifi. Inaasom kasi natin kung ano yung, kung ano ba ibig sabihin nito eh. So, maybe yun nga, like I said earlier, dwell into explaining how these are done. This episode is sponsored by GoDaddy. Learn how you can extend your reach online by owning your own website using GoDaddy later in this episode. Alright, welcome back to In Full Context. And this week, we will be continuing our series examining presidential candidates' platforms based on what they submitted during the 47th Philippine Business Conference and Expo 2021. So, for this time, before we start, let us introduce ourselves first for those who are first-time listeners. My name is Brent. Hi, my name is Marlon. And today we will be taking a look at the next candidate, Christopher Lawrence Bongo. So, <laughs> natuwa ako yung pala yung full name niya. Dito ko lang nalaman. Pero ano to ah, again, reiterate lang natin, alphabetical order. So last episode, we covered um, Isko Moreno, Domagoso, and then ngayon naman si Bongo. So this is not done in any particular order. We're just assessing uh, whatever platform they presented in the Business Economic Forum, obviously with the right stakeholder and all that. Pero dapat, I think, mas mananala to kung ano siya, Christopher Lawrence yung... Yung pangalan niya, no? Yung ginagamit yung oh. pangalan. <laughs> Parang baget, eh. <laughs> Christopher Lawrence. Parang singer. <laughs> Parang high school. Oo, ganyan. Bat baget na baget. From, from king, ganyan. Mm. Actually, pero legit yun. Hindi ko alam na yun yung pangalan niya until I, I started this video na in-announce siya. It's Christopher Lawrence Bongo. Just ko lang But anyway... Yeah. And first time natin, I think, maririnig si Bongo to talk in length aside from yung um, withdrawal speech niya from the Vice President yeah. uh, Exena. So, we shall see in a prepared manner ano tong outline niya ng mga ano. So, the format for people listening in, you know, may, may not have heard the episode prior. We watch the video. Uh, it's about 20 to 25 minutes length and we provide our real-time reaction to what they say. So, the goal is to dissect um, whatever they are saying or maybe even pose a question kung how uh, or we think it's the right approach, the right focus or what. Basically, uh, throwing in our uh, own opinion and flavor to the discussion and and possible, possibly provide more context kung ano yung pinag-uusapan para maintindihan natin. Ano ba yung, kumbaga, um, iba kasi whenever you listen to something, kung you have different things that you pay attention to. Uh, kung bawa, kung business owner ka, ano yung mm-hmm. uh, item na makaka-apekto sa negosyo mo. But on this episodes, we take the kumbaga, the hat of an average, regular people, how should these things be understood by normal people and hopefully provide a little bit more insight because uh, a lot of the candidates obviously we've said this many many times before they try to tend I mean they tend 
to overgeneralize statements. They tend to give a lot of um, parang buzzwords. Um, tutulungan namin kayo. Bibigyan namin kayo ng sapat na suporta. Bibigyan namin kayo ng uh, ano, tag dito, aalisin sa kahirapan or parang, alam mo yan. Magkaroon ng pagkain so sa many, ano. Kapag <laughs> Yeah, so they say all these things, but ano ba talaga ibig sabihin on how doable are they? Yeah, what are your actual plans their, if you win? Oh, the right strategy. So ayan ang goal natin is imay-imay natin as much as possible yung mga ito. Yep. So depende so, sa kano karaming points ang sasabihin ni Mr. Bongo, aka Christopher Lawrence, um, <laughs> sa episode na to, that might be the length. So bear with us, but hopefully this will allow you to be make better decision in terms of choosing the next president. Again, issue-based candidacy dapat ang pairali ng mga tao, hindi uh, personality-based. Yeah. Hindi po tayo uh, panatiko, hindi tayo I, 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 uh, idol mentality <laughs> na whatever they say, they can never go wrong. That's, that's been the problem of the Philippine politics for the longest time and we hope to change that. So, umpisa na natin si Bongo. I don't know kung gano'ng karaming uh, fluff. Eh, so, in-expect ko sa umpisa, medyo may fluff yeah, na kaya kay Isko. Kay Isko. May fluff Pero sa intro lang yun. Alright, let's start. Sige, tingnan natin. Tingnan natin gano'ng siya ka-convincing. <laughs> tingnan natin kung ano. So, Bongo. Ayan. Wala niya. Alam ko itong stock music na ito eh. <laughs> alam ko kung saan niya nakuha yan. Three. <laughs> I used this before. <laughs> Free music. Magandang araw, mga minamahal kong uh, kababayan. Thank you for this opportunity to be part of the Philippine Business Conference and Expo Presidentials Forum organized by the Philippine Chamber of Commerce and Industry. I regard uh, President Rodrigo Duterte as the best president this country has ever had. And that put a lot of uh, pressure to whoever succeeds him. Indeed, the successor will have big shoes to fill. I am now running for the presidency, something that I never dream of. Iniwasan ko po ang posisyon na ito, but fate has a way of turning things around. Presidency, I believe, is a matter of destiny. I leave my faith to God and to you, my fellow Filipinos. President Duterte is the epitome of a strong, brilliant, and selfless leader powered by his love for the country. And just like him, I vow to do my best every day to serve the Filipino people selflessly. Uunahin ko ang inyong kapakanan. Tapat na serbisyo lang po ang puhunan ko. At kung mapagbibigyan, Walang oras ni minuto ang masasayang gagawin ko ang lahat. Maipaabot lang ang servisyong nararapat para sa inyo. Servisyong may tapang at malasakit. I am for continuity. I believe in the ideals and principles of President Rodrigo Duterte. One thing we have in common is our love for country and our fellow Filipino. We have dream of a comfortable life for all. In this administration, we have dedicated every single day of our lives Sama towards ba? achieving this goal. Parang, parang in-insert lang yung ano. 
Imbis na. So parang ano, edited yung kanya, parang piniplay lang live, ganyan. Yeah, I think so. Pero, ano? Eh, Weird, no? Anyway, let's talk about the flop. <laughs> ang, yung stream niya. Ang flop okay. niya is, ano, eh, very centric talaga on continuity how good the previous administration is. Sabagay, if you're really shilling on uh, continuity, talagang sasabihin mo na uh, your last administ- administration is the best ever, di ba? Pero... Ayun yung angle kasi nila talaga with this run. Um, yeah. Yung sinabi niya na hindi niya pinanga. Natawa talaga <laughs> parang, ako. Parang si... <laughs> parang si ano, parang si Bato. Oo. Ganyan na ganyan, di ba? <laughs> parang hindi ko pinangarap na maging Pangulo. Ngunit... nagsalita ang tadhana also known as PDP laban. Nako <laughs> ito mo. Ayaw nila. <laughs> anyway, yun. Uh, let's actually listen to uh, his points. Con- continuity play talaga. Oh. Sige, I vow to continue the good programs that benefited the Filipino people over the past six years. Tuloy ang serbisyo. Tuloy ang malasakit. Tuloy ang tunay. na pagbabago. Based on history, kapag uh, bago ang administrasyon, pinapalitan ang lahat ng programa ng nakarang administrasyon, hindi ko po hahayaan na masayang ang nasimulang magagandang proyekto na nakapagpaangat ng pamumuhay ng sambayanan. The Duterte administration has already mapped out concrete plans to sustain our nation's gains amidst unprecedented challenges. All we have to do is to continue to enforce, implement, and improve these programs all for the welfare of our Filipino people. Pre-pandemic, we have been enjoying a robust economy and financial stability. In fact, Philippines has placed among the fastest growing in Asia, the Duterte administration was on the way to obtaining our goal of reducing poverty incidence to 14% by 2022 and steering the nation closer towards a comfortable life for all when the global pandemic struck testing our uh, fortitude and resilience like never before in recent history. Duterte administration has a three-pillar strategy so that we can rise from the Uh, ravages of uh, COVID-19, the gradual and safe reopening of the economy, dahan-dahang uh, pagbubukas sa ekonomiya at pagluwag ng restrictions, timely implementation of the recovery package, AYUDA, and the accelerated implementation of the vaccination program, BAKUNA. Following this key strategy, we will bring people towards recovery. And with the other programs under my administration, where we put our health sector and economy as the pinnacle of our agenda. We will bring people towards prosperity and resilience. In my first year... So, talagang ang lakas ng play nila when it comes to continuity. Eh, no? uh, one more thing then that I noticed during his fluff. Fluff pa rin to, eh. Consider this still fluff. Um... is that they are saying na kung walang pandemic, ito sana yung naabot natin. Diba? Mm. This, it's an argument na you can make, but I think it's too light for as an argument for anything. Kasi parang, di ba, yun nga. 
kung kung hindi nangyari ang pandemya ganto sana tayo uh, and i am bothered by how much he is mentioning the Duterte administration he's only mentioned my administration once um there's really a weird feeling watching him. <laughs> Ay, talagang ano eh, it's just what we've said before in our episodes na feeling natin na it, it's just as a continuation of Duterte. And we know naman na ang leader ang talaga namang sinusunod dito is Duterte. So it, the play really is for the continuity which is why they're capitalizing on it huge. Pero di ba, ang like what we called out on the other candidates, um, <clears throat> although there's case to be made na ituloy lang yung mga actions, um, also, I think with the new administration, dapat talaga, um, tawag dito, merong touch of future-proofing. Yeah. And, but ito, may sinabi siya about putting health and economy in the center. I, I, don't, I haven't heard anything that they will actually do yet. It's just, again, up to this point, probably too late. Except for the number na tinroon niya about uh, being comfortable, uh, poverty, and all that. But let's see, ito na, meron na siyang first year daw ito. Ah, ito about to say, first year ng, first year ng kanyang ng pagkapangulo. As a senator, I authored and sponsored the passage first year as a of senator ah, senator 11463 <laughs> or the Malasakit Center Act. Providing Ay, financial support to the poor and indigent Filipinos who had been uh, hospitalized. There are now 149 fully operational Malasakit centers nationwide as of today. Padamihin pa natin ito and we will double it in my first 100 days. My goal is that every public hospital in the country will have a Malasakit center. Stop. We will... So in context, what's a Malasakit Center? So a Malasakit Center is a one-stop shop, uh, as per their description, wherein the Department of Health, uh, PhilHealth, uh, PCSO, uh, all of the usual uh, government agencies where people would uh, approach to try to get financial assistance. So as far as I know, ang aim nito is to avoid yung kung saan saan government uh, buildings ka papupunta, government offices, to try to apply for a uh, well, for financial assistance to help pay for your medical bills. Kasi di ba ganyan dati na uh, oh, so yeah, no. oh, oh, na I, I remember this with my tita when she was uh, oh, she was ill na tatanong sila lalapit sa PCSO ay tanong ko magkano makukuha sa PhilHealth but I, get, I, I agree that it's kay mayor, kay congressman tama tama I agree na ano, <laughs> there is uh, merit to making an office wherein it's all in one hindi ka na babayahe kung saan saan and I don't really know where these are placed but based on what he said na uh, ang plan nila is to have all public hospitals have a malasakit center it looks like it's actually in the hospital would would make it easier uh, I think ang, ang magiging issue na lang dyan is um, the actual funding of the financial assistance kasi I'm not sure if his bill that he passed on his first year as senator katulad grabe niya actually talks about how much financial assistance people can get from these different uh, government agencies. Yeah. 
So parang that's what I don't like about this is parang people will still end up begging for help. Yeah. When kung ang ang pondo pala, I mean, can kung kung ang PCSO pala can issue say how much? Meron na ba silang matrix ng magkano ibibigay ko pag gantong sakit and then what uh anong level ng uh pagiging indigent are you in? Meron ba silang mga requirements that would determine and then if kung may ganun man why individually people have to apply still bakit hindi na lang yan automatic lalo na we're talking about public hospitals here we're not even talking about private yeah. hospitals so kung public hospital diba government owned yan in general so if for example um, <clears throat> in your profile national ID PhilHealth whatever profile you should be under dapat automatically If you avail of the services or merong may sakit uh, as part of beneficiary, whatever PhilHealth will give you, discount DOH might give you, or other, uh, kung ano man yung mga nilalapitan nila. To be diba? automatic. To me, <laughs> oh, I mean, ano pang point? Why do you have to go and approach and then apply and then try to get help that way? And this is, I, to me, I, I get it. It's me, me, medyo band-aid kasi nakakatulong ng malaki yan. That's why people are do- doing that. Kung ipila ng mahaba, mm-hmm. PCSO, I, I know so many people that have done that route. And obviously, emergency nga. So, hindi talaga yan masyadong uh, tawag dito ma- mape-prevent. And even the, kahit nga mga middle class, mayaman pag na may nagkasakit talaga, talagang nagigipit. And they even go this far. Diba? <clears throat> Yun ang point dyan na We know that there is a need for this, and when we know because people can't afford healthcare in general. Tapos kung public hospitals naman yon, why? Malay, either it's automatically applied as aid from the government, depending on kung ano yung sakit mo or kung ano mang matrix ang gamit nila yan, or uh, they should just make the treatments or whatever subsidized na in a way free siya. Because what's happening? Imagine, meron kang uh, relative may sakit. You're undergoing all that stress na nangangamba ka whatever, right? Tapos, the secondary stress you get is how you pay for it. And then you go line up, you do all these measures all along na imbis na nandun ka na nagbabantay ka sa family member mo, you have to go and step out and do all these things on the side. So, I get na mas madalito, mas mabilis to, but hindi siya yung best way to do it. Kung may budget naman pala to provide help, why not make it holistic? Diba? Instead na, kung sino yung may kailangan siya yung hihingi, make it na parang wholesale na I think it's the wrong term for a healthcare but alam mo yun, dapat mm-hmm. meron lang na instead si government na yung nag-provide. Kung kailangan mo ng bayad sa CT scan, dapat yung government nag-provide ng CT scan machine. Alam mo yun, dapat bare minimum na lang yung magiging expense or cost. Yeah, and noon. Kasi, I'm not entirely <laughs> sure kung ano yung magiging effect ng universal healthcare law. I recently saw that we got like a 600 million uh, loan for it. So, I'm not entirely sure how that will affect it. But, uh, to your point, yes, it will just add funding to whatever we're already doing. And whatever we're already doing should be automatic. Hindi na kailangan ikaw pa mismo yung pipila um, to try to get help. It's it's uh, para kasing, it's weird. Alam mo yun. <laughs> it as in it is sabi ko well I, I said this on the previous episode, right? Now we're trying to do 
what we're trying to do is apply old school mindset to new processes na parang ay okay hindi na pumila kayo ganito na lang why not think about removing the line altogether yeah. kasi alam mo yon nagigets ko yung mas madali nga ito pero it doesn't it solve the problem kasi ginagamit the problem oh tsaka gamit na gamit ng mga politiko sa mga ano na parang feeling nila nakakaingi sila ng tulong We talked about this many times na hindi trabaho ng mayor, for example, magbigay ng aid sa kung anong may sakit. Tama, yeah. But even in Makati, for example, meron sila niyan eh, meron silang aid kadiwa or um, ano bang tawag doon? Basta may mga names like this, malasakit, they, they use generic terms, I think LGUs have these, na ganun din, meron silang mga grupo-grupo na kapag member ka nito, may, makakakuha ka ng ganito, we need it. Ganito, they're, they're using these which are physical places and then siyempre kung tumingi kang tulong nakakuha ang tulong doon feeling mo alam mo yun mm-hmm. feeling mo meron kang nakuha sa politiko at ano may malasakit sila <laughs> sa'yo which is exactly this word pero kung ang totoong functioning government diba provides free healthcare and you don't have to worry about anything yun talaga ang mas ideal pero kasi it doesn't have as much impact na parang feeling mo you you got something physically diba medyo ganun yung approach na old school na application yeah but a uh, uh, fully functioning government should just provide free healthcare in certain categories of the society para hindi yeah, kasi basically ano nangyayari dito eh uh, malasakit centers is curing a symptom and not the actual disease so parang ganun yung nangyayari eh no Uh, but anyway, uh, let's see. Maybe a uh, smart plans. Very, very prone din sa corruption niyan, syempre. Alam yes. mo yun, yung accounting nung kasinong binigyan, ganyan, napaka... Hindi oh, natin alam. <laughs> diba? Oh. Let's continue. We'll bring down to the lowest amount possible, if not zero balance, the hospital bill of our poor people. I would like to emphasize that in my administration, you can expect the same strong stance in the government's fight against corruption, criminality, and drugs. This is crucial in creating an environment that conducive for business where everyone will feel safe. Tuloy-tuloy tayo sa pagbabago para sa isang matatag na republika. In my uh, first 100 days, uh, we will pursue the path towards a rapid and inclusive economic recovery. Our uh, priority is to return to pre-pandemic economic status or even surpass it. We must achieve uh, financial stability in my first 100 days while uh, managing the pandemic effectively and prevent reinfections. Following Duterte's uh, strategy, we will uh, open uh, more economic activities, support our tourism industry, and provide recovery packages to hardest hit sectors including the MSMEs and the agriculture and fisheries. We will also identify the 10 million poorest of the poor Filipinos and provide them with the financial assistance, ayuda or jobs and make zero interest loans accessible to them. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Bilis no, daming points pero So, it's all, it's all general. Um, so, magbibigay ng recovery package. Anong recovery package yun? Uh, is this going to be a loan? Is this going to be an actual just handout? 
um, for ano sinabi niya agrikultura MSMEs di ba uh, 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 MSME agricultura uh, fisheries so tapos ano pa ang sinabi niya is uh, uh, the poorest 10 million people will be given uh, eto, eto, dito ko na weirdohan eh ayuda o trabaho so my question is <laughs> so yung ayuda na yun is this going to be the same as 3Ps 4Ps kasi we already have that um, but I guess kung yung, yung plan niya is to just continue whatever Duterte is doing uh, I guess it makes sense pero uh, yeah but what merits another round of ayuda di ba para kasing convenient binubuksan mo na yung ekonomiya you're, you're really creating a bunch of ano eh parang dependent uh, yeah, kasi, yeah. But that's that's an issue that uh, the US is already facing. Yung madami na nagiging dependent oh. sa government handouts. And uh, kaya nga ang daming may tinatawag sila doon. Ano ba tawag nila? Uh, welfare cities. Uh, these are the cities with the highest welfare uh, handouts. And ang nangyayari is that people just become dependent to uh, the government. If I'm not mistaken, Detroit was one of them and it wasn't good. Um, although, yes, I agree with Jobs, but he didn't say anything about what he will do to actually stimulate. What kind of jobs? How to provide that? All of yeah, what sinabi niya lang is uh, magiging matapang matatag to provide financial stability uh-huh. so that it would be more conducive for business owners. But that's true. Ibalik ang sigla ng ekonomiya at patatagi ng financial stability ng bansa. Ano yung ibig sabihin nun? What does that even mean? Ibalik ang sigla ng ekonomiya at patatagin ang financial stability ng bansa. So, so zero, zero interest loans. We've seen that with ISCO as well. Um, pero yun nga, ang bilis, ang dami niya sinabi na parang okay. Pabalik-balik na, tsaka parang you know, sa points. But wala talagang specific. And to think na may cut na to, ha? I mean, oh, it's already edited. Hindi siya isang dire-diretsong delivery. Tuloy-tuloy, eh. So, I think the whole, ano, I think it's initially you expect to ride on the Duterte policies. But kung gagawin mo yon, don't just say I'm gonna continue it. To me, a better approach would have been to explain why these actions are being taken yes. or exactly what actions are being taken. So, for example, kung ikukontinue mo lang, you don't assume naman na alam ng mga tao yung ginagawa. For example, yung malasakit center. We did not know what that is before <laughs> this, right? Yeah, we had to so, look it up. So, natin alamin kung ano yung malasakit center. Explain. If there are things being done and you think that they're being done for a reason and they're done well, explain mo na lang why you should continue and in detail, tell people why it's being <coughs> completed. Tapos yung mga ganito, it's super jumping from one point to another. Banner banner statement, tapos magbibigay ng ayuda. I, I think on the Lenny episode, di ba, we talked about na wag nang, wag mo nang iisipin na mauulit lang last two years. Yes. In the next two years. Kasi it's not the next two years will be different. Yeah. Oo, hindi na siya yung mag-require ng ayuda in the future. And I think at to now, same concept ng Malasakit Center at itong ayuda approach, laging parang ano eh, I think feel nila nakakatulong nagbibigay sila sa mahirap doing this. Poverty Kasi derecho binibigay. <laughs> o, oh, oh, derecho binibigay sa mga mahihirap yung ano eh, yung may pangangailangan. No? Pero alam mo yun, it, hindi siya sustainable eh. Hindi talaga. And yeah. sa ganitong audience, di ba? I mean, 
bongo, you're already behind. People don't consider you as a candidate. Christopher Lawrence, by the way. I mean, they don't consider you as a strong candidate. Yeah. Wag mo namang patunayan na hindi ikasapat yung, yung susunod na presidente. Tignan natin yung mga iba. Kasi may mga numbers, numbers, pero parang wala akong naintindihan eh. We shall uh, select uh, priority legislative measures towards economic recovery such as uh, tax reforms so we can complete and or complement the comprehensive tax reforms programs of the Duterte administration. We will uh, continue prioritization of uh, infrastructure projects through build, build, build program. We will uh, pursue the inter-island linkage or mega bridge program to help East travel and improve transport of goods between islands. We've seen how. So, yung tax reform, I, I think he's referring to train. Train. Pero niya, I agree, he should speak more about it. He's just <coughs> nagre recite lang siya. Eh. Um, yung, we expected him to continue build, build, build. I think one of the specific that he mentioned, at least, is the inter island linkage uh, program. Uh, in our previous episode with Uh, Mayor Isko about um, agriculture. I actually mentioned your experience, ko, diba? Uh Our experience as a family being uh, owning a farm, uh, one of the biggest challenges is actually transporting it where uh, people would buy the produce. But so yun lang, yun lang yung specific na mention niya. And it, it didn't. Pinabi lang niya is easier travel at Yeah, and I think it's not new as well. Yeah. Where a lot of the big big build 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 program really part of the expectation na yun nga yung ginagawa like yung sa Cebu diba yung biggest Tama, yeah. Cebu, Cordoba being bridge. done so we kind of know that's where it's headed so ano yung flavor ni, ni Bongo specifically that adds to this how to complement it I mean it's just really an extension of term is what it is yes. based on ano naka, naka-outline na tayo yung mga plano ganyan uh, so parang Wala. So you don't expect more from from Bongo. Ito, susunod, yung Wi-Fi. Natin how internet how has it. become an essential basic need of each and every Filipino. Thus, we will uh, support the Department of uh, Information and uh, Communications Technologies mission of providing free quality and reliable internet connectivity through its free Wi-Fi for all program. In the first 100 days of my administration, 10,000 to 20,000 new sites shall be activated across the country. We must... Stop. Big time yun, ah. 100 days. So, anyway, in the, uh, I have never used the DICT's Wi-Fi access yet. I have never experienced it. Hindi ko alam. Me too. Hindi ko alam kung saan nakapwesto yun. Uh, but this is, I guess, it's, I guess, it's a different flavor compared to dun sa nakita natin from Isko and Lenny na they are going the tablet, tablet. tablet and load route. Um, so I guess this is closer to what we want, at least. Connected, though. Na... Hmm. What? Kasi what we wanted was, at least for the ex- uh, the education part, is to whitelist uh, certain websites that students will use instead of relying on load. So, ang kanya naman is to provide more uh, Wi-Fi access. But again, that I think that would be very dependent on who the provider is. And yeah. 
ang hirap isipin, no? So, parang, ideally, what we we wanted dun sa... Kasi, aside from the physical connection, yung bridge, yung build, build, uh, build, 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 bridge, building, inter-island, we've said na, if you basically connected the whole Philippines, providing infrastructure to connect them, internet, na anybody from anywhere in the Philippines can do work, right? Mm-hmm. And we can be the prime location for outsourced work with the move to technology, uh, programming, anything internet that can be done all over the internet is good. Now, I'm what I'm afraid of, of something like this, yung enabling Wi-Fi, like you said, I haven't used it. I cannot judge it. I don't know where they, they are. Ito, 10,000 might sound a lot, but can it be like... All over the Philippines. Parang isang household... Parang isang household ba yan? Isang site na ba yan considered? I mean, isang barangay, isang patch of street, like what is considered a site? Mm-hmm. Diba? And then, ano yung scope nung, nung Wi-Fi free service? And then, is Wi-Fi, parang free Wi-Fi service ba the way to do it? I mean, sa ibang banta, do you know a country na unlimited or free yung Wi-Fi? Anywhere. I've been to the US many times the last maybe two to three years. I don't know of a place na may kahit mga industrialized. I mean, in even in um, Silicon Valley, walang free Wi-Fi sa street eh. Meron sa loob ng Starbucks. <laughs> Alam mo yun. <laughs> Oo, but ano siya, provided private, yeah, bit, sa private eh. ano na. Tapos may, in between transit, mayroong ano, may uh, provider with your mobile data, right? Mm-hmm. So, may ganun eh. Airports, they, it makes sense to give Wi-Fi there. Pero yung Ano ba yung category in choosing these sites to provide Wi-Fi? Uh, kumbaga, is it more worthwhile kung gawin mo na lang affordable yung internet sa Pilipinas? Is it is it better executed na kagaya ng ganito, libre Wi-Fi? Yan ang gagawin ng mga tao. Sa ano ba to Sa payatas ba yan? Yung alam mong... Hindi, alam mo na yeah. walang... Mahal internet, wala silang access, they have to literally go by load, yung ganyan. Doon ba yan na para may access sila sa distant learning and is it good, strong enough, sustainable? Kasi lalo na yung mga ganyang project, um, I, parang I think it's similar to yung may pailaw sa barangay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Diba? They put up structure, naging mailaw yung mga kalsada until it breaks down, until maayo. Alam mo yun? yung sustainability nitong ganitong classing program I think it's still going to the superficial na parang piling ng mga tao ay may wifi tapos ganito alam mo yun but people don't really use that I mean to SM I, when was the last time you used free wifi uh, I, I didn't I never ah well before like pag desperado ka and you really need you really need to connect kasi number one kasi ang problem kasi doon is the bandwidth uh, usually for free Wi-Fi, yan talaga talaga kadalasan yung pinaka congested na Wi-Fi networks. Kasi, ang mangyayari talaga dyan, madaming kokonek, tapos pag madaming kumonek, ang bagal na. Uh, you can barely load anything. Uh, again, I, I haven't experienced the ones being deployed by the ICT. So, this is just an experience of free Wi-Fi overall. I guess the, the only good Wi-Fi that, that I experienced was when I stayed at like a, a high-end hotel na maganda talaga yung wifi nila but uh, satellite wifi the, the thing kasi is I agree with you na I think it would have been better 
na the priority is not free Wi-Fi access. It can be a like a secondary project, but the main goal should be reducing the cost and increasing the speed of internet here in the Philippines. Because just imagine, we are one of the most, uh, we are one of the biggest consumers of internet services in the entire world. And the problem is we are charging a lot more per megabyte Mbps than any other country. Uh, yung ano nga, when I hear some YouTubers talking about their, uh, kunyari, bababanggit nila na back in Sweden, ganito lang yung bill nila, back in ganito. Uh-huh. And, and it's crazy because sometimes you would hear kung makano yung binabayad nila. And that's what I'm paying for, for like, <laughs> Uh-huh. one fourth one fifth of the speed that they're getting and the thing is their connection is actually more reliable than what we what we have sa ibang bansa uh, ayun nga yung issue eh sa so, feeling ko talaga hotspot area so maybe sa mga um, impoverished area okay free wifi uh, concentrated there para may access sa sa education ng mga tao right that I think be, yeah. that might be a good small case use nang ganito pero yung to make it sa buong bansa I mean what do you even mean by that? I mean <laughs> diba? In, do you even need internet access all over the country? It doesn't even make sense na alam mo yun uh, I think invest on infrastructure anything long term na may sustainability na walang consistent expense to the to the government kasi patuloy to eh parang forever gastos to eh Ang naisip ko nga diba? is one of the things is to actually make Uh, the cell site application uh, a lot easier. From what I've heard, oh, yung mga ganyan. Uh, it, it, apparently, sobrang daming kailangan na permits and whatnot. So, nahi- Housing. Ang, ang hirap mm-hmm. talaga na makakuha ng permits to get more cell sites <coughs> in more places. Um, that's what I've heard. Um, so, if we can maybe increase the cell sites. And that, that's the thing, di ba? If it's cell sites, it's not even the government that will spend. It's the private corporations that are providing our internet access. And syempre, the more cell sites, the more uh, internet lines that we have, the more reliable the internet connection will be. And yeah, facilitate, facilitate the infrastructure. That's what the government should be doing. And regulate the prices. Avoid yung parang monopoly na ganito lang yung... Alam mo yun, sila-sila lang yung naglalaro. Kaya yung prices ranges around the same. Crazy, di ba? <laughs> yung mindset pero yung ganitong free wifi it's like alam mo yun in paper parang a lot of the government projects are like this eh. yung in paper sounds good ang daming gagastusin pero yung long term sustainability who you expect to benefit from this alam mo yun it's I, I don't know it but pa kasi tayo nag-explain para sa kanila kung ano yung ibig nila ng libreng wifi. Inaasom kasi natin kung ano yung kung ano ba ibig sabihin nito eh. So maybe in like I said earlier, dwell into explaining how these are done. Kasi parang to me as it appears medyo sablay yung mind. Well, yung mindset na dapat the whole country should be connected is good. I like yes. that. That dapat kahit saan ka na sa Pilipinas. Um, we attract digital nomads all over the world. Dahil pupunta dito, dito nag-work sa beach and whatever. Provide that infrastructure para, alam mo yun, uh, marami tayong turista or whatever. Pero yung provide free internet or wifi, anything free pagdating sa internet always suffer. Diba? Wala namang ano yun. But anyway, so sana maliwanag 
hopefully we can find in the future mas maliwanag na implementation or look into how they're implementing it kasi narinig ko na rin to eh, parang sa Cavite may ganyan din silang ordinance eh. <laughs> parang free wifi sa mga Cavite nyo or something I don't know oh well we'll see we'll see with our day-to-day lives being tied to the digital space now more than ever if you're a blogger a business owner or someone who wants to create your presence online by owning a website finding the perfect domain name for you is vital it has to be unique and perfectly defines your content. GoDaddy can help you own that name. GoDaddy is the world's largest domain registrar and web hosting company that is perfect for those who wants to start their own website. You don't have to worry if you're not techie. GoDaddy is a user-friendly platform that provides you with all the necessary online marketing tools for your website. They also have templates that you can follow if you're not sure where to start. Everything can be done through the site. Publish your posts, manage your content and social media, and even track your success through analytics and reporting. The best part is, it has a built-in search engine optimizer that will help your brand's online presence, all while ensuring your data is safe and secure. You can now try out GoDaddy for free. Check out its cool features and explore the platform by clicking the link in our description below. So go ahead and make your presence known, build a website, and own your unique domain name today. So again, thank you so much GoDaddy for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. And now, back to the episode. Secure the passage of the e-governance bill to establish an integrated, interconnected, and interoperable information and resource sharing communications network in government for speedy delivery of public services. In the Senate right now, I am pushing for the establishment of the Department of Disaster Resilience as well as the Department of Migrant Workers and Overseas Filipinos. If I become president, I will prioritize signing into law. So, ito matagal na niya pinupusin Oo, bago tayo lumayo. Tignan muna natin yun sa may government interoperability. Ano yung ibig sabihin sa inyo yan? For me, ha, what I understand is uh, digitizing the connection between different um, government agencies. Yan yung... Department. Oo, yun yung dating sa akin. Nung, nung ano na yun. And okay. what surprised me is if I'm correct, we are, we are not yet doing that. Um, ang ano ko dyan, um, di ba may mga, ito yung mga, I think a few months back, may nag-trending sa Twitter or something. I think BIR yun. Yung website kasi ng BIR, parang pangpurita. Alam mo yun, parang gawa ng high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oo. Tapos, um, in my case, the, I think the best site so far that I've seen is yung pag-ibig, yung virtual pag-ibig website. Mm-hmm. It's improved so much. You can do so many things there. You can make payments. Taka link na siya sa GCash. You can make online payment. Because as a you know freelancer, I pay my own things now to the government, right? So if anything that makes that easy to do is welcome. And yung sabi ay are still full full yung sa <laughs> yung sa SSL. Well, uh, medyo private, medyo ano eh, pero. So far, the Pagibig website is the best of any any sites that I've seen. So, imagine uh, in the new world, di ba, lalo na kung may free Wi-Fi, siguro kung yun ganun mo. Mas maganda sana kung relate, connected yung projects yun na yan. 
magiging mas magiging accessible yung government services yeah. with uh, online na parang lahat self-service na lang kasi Pilipinos love that eh, self-service di ba? hindi tayo palatawag sa customer service Oo. hindi tayo palatawag sa <laughs> ano tayo kanya-kanyang ano discard eh. so I think that would alleviate and inherently make the government processes better and faster kasi yung mga pupunta na lang mismo sa mga opisina are yung mga una and not computer literate which will soon be you know a thing of the past and also yung mga may mga, mga sobrang malaking issue na lang may name issue may mm-hmm. document issue parang kung may kailangan talaga i-pick up na document or something maybe and, and you can lessen fixers you can lessen yes, um, corruption kasi kung online mo na lang yan you do your own thing right i-deliver na lang sa'yo for the longest time NSO ganun na eh diba i-deliver na lang sa yung birth certificate mo anything that we can do sa government agency that we frequently visit like NBI or kung ano man you don't have to go to <laughs> ako ha, hindi mo na kailangan pumunta ng kung saan para lang malaman alam mo yun, pipila ka sa NBI they can make it online same as, um, alam mo yun uh, birth certificate or whatever that's better, di ba? Yeah, especially Wala now that yung, ano, we are ano. starting to implement the national ID system and <clears throat> I think that should, ayun uh, ideally, that should solve a lot of these problems. And I agree, kasi fixers, uh, malaking problema din kasi yan. And with the, alam mo, dumadali na kasi yung mga proseso ng uh, government agencies. I mean, so for example, when I initially applied for, I think it was SSS, no, 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 it was Pag-ibig. Uh, I had to apply sa Makati. And their process was really, really good. Ang bilis lang, saglit lang yung proseso kahit madaming tao. Eh, but the thing is, kasi, it's not, it's not like that for the rest of the country. Which makes sense, uh, which will make this step make sense. Uh, kasi kung, kunyari, laging, dito sa may kalamba, yung SSS dito, yung pila dyan, madaling araw pala makikita mo hanggang labas na ng SSS. Even during the pandemic, it, so if we can eliminate that at all, we can make everything online or yun nga uh, at least make parts of it the important parts online it will yeah. really help a lot of people if they're talking about making the lives of the Filipino comfortable that's the way to do it come on yes <laughs> you know have you, have you visited government agencies that are not even PWD friendly alam mo yun Hirap. government building tapos walang ramp alam mo yung mga ganong passing galawan <laughs> ng ahensya ng gobyerno mismo hindi sumusunod sa batas. Kasi, how can you put up a building na hindi PWD ano, friendly? Eh, nasa batas na yun eh. Tapos yung mismong facility, di ba, may pila daw ng PWD, parang priority, pero yung mismong PWD hindi makapunta doon kasi walang... Oo, oh, kasi alam mo yung nasa Karyedo, yung sa may NBI na main dati doon. Oh, oh. Na, for, you, for you to get through, parang may hagdan, parang kang pupunta ng oh, 168 oh. mall or something. Oh, I've been there. <laughs> Iba yung hagdan. <laughs> ilan ilan yung aakyat mo bago ka makarating doon sa nagche-check ng ano na <laughs> Oo. Oh, oh. Tapos yung hagdanan doon parang para kang pupunta ng warehouse nung mga tindahan. Yung dating para siyang para ka makikipag-transact sa ano, sa mafia. <laughs> diba? Kasi ang oh, oh. ang na-occupy ng NBI is yung top floor, yung pinakamalawak na floor na ano pero you have to get through sa sobrang dami. Tataka ka, wala nakapila sa pila ba? Di ba hindi makakayap dun eh? Wala <laughs> yung facility yun. Wala namang um, kagulo. Although, may, 
that that's a long way back. Recently, naman there's a lot of improvement in the actual government agency. May mga bumilis, and dami namang proseso ng gumandang ngayon. But you know, future proofing yeah. alongside this, dapat talaga mag, ano, mag online. Uh, oh, yung e-governance hindi uh, okay. yeah I, I get it importante na within the the government connected yung mga data 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 point but also dapat ano yon impacting sa actual Pinoy yung tipong mismo user de ba hindi lang to organize their files pero pupunta ka pa din sa ano para gawin yon de ba it doesn't make sense to not capitalize on that yeah I agree so the next part that he said is ano uh creating the department for um dito, o, migrants migrants and OFW so this has been a big point of contention in the past kasi nga sinasabi nila bakit kaya pagagawa ng panibagong departamento eh meron na tayong OWA so i'm not sure if he plans to make it at the same level as DFA siguro i'm i'm not entirely sure but I, I I fail to see the point of how that will actually make the services for no, migrants and OFWs better. Because I would rather any existing ano eh, diba? any existing structure. Why not just make the process within that better? Because elevating them to a different level would not really change anything, de ba? Parang ganito yung mga presidential natin. Kasi si Isko last time they also said na may VFAR magtatayo daw siya ng BFAR parang for fisheries aquatic resources department hiwalay siya sa sa DAR uh, oh. same with this parang there's already an existing one why think so am I, are we missing something na baka may mandate na hindi pwedeng gawin tong mga department na to limiting them from doing what they want to do or they just simply ano kasi to me the more departments out there the more confusion yes diba? parang kagulo lalo eh anong pito DFA OWA how how are the dynamics between the two paano ba yung nag uh, separate well I agree it's super talagang special interest group yung mga OFW it's still a big chunk of our workforce so they should be taken care of now is that being limited by how OWA structured DFA is that something that they could just do without having an entirely new one or kailangan ba talaga na super niche target yun. Yeah. I agree na kailangan i-focus yan but I'm, I don't know whether com- again, explain why kailangan <laughs> ng bagong yeah, department. Huwag kayong, huwag kayong puro gagawa tayo ng bagong department. Ang problema kasi nga yun nga, he's giving us a, a, uh, a solution to a problem that we don't know. Diba? Uh-huh. Yun, yun yung problema. So, so bakit? <laughs> And this is not an old point. This has been his um push nung i-elect pa lang siya na senador, matagal na niya na sinasabi yan. And up until uh, now, we haven't heard the specifics or we may have missed kasi it. Ano, but we don't know. Oo. Ang maganda lang talaga dito kay Bongo and even kahit in fairness naman sa Duterte admin, they really take care of OFWs. Alam, alam mo yun, ang daming nagbago around OFWs that they are doing na, for example, yung mga nagko-quarantine when they get home quarantine sila sa hotel, all paid by the government, and then after, from the thing man na they, they get transported to whatever province they have free. Parang, ano eh, mm-hmm. they, it's always, parang it's facilitated. Pagdating nila dito, ano, may mga, may mga tao sa airport na nag-asikaso, nagbibigyan ng pagkain, ganyan. Sobrang daming eksena na ginagawa nila to really help 
to AFW. So I'm I'm all in agreement. Just explain to me why as a alam mo yan presidente as a platform bakit ito yung sa tingin mo sa dami ng kailangang solve ng Pilipino bakit yung ano bakit diba? isisingit ito diba I mean it, I know it's important what's hindering uh, you guys from just executing on it diba kailangan nitong pagtatatag ano pagtatatag ng department para sa mga migrante maybe to have their own budget possible para but budget ang mangyayari doon ihahati lang din sa budget ng DFA yun eh so Ah, uh, yun nga. Maybe we don't know the dynamics between the DFA and OWA, but I find it weird. I-allocate. Hindi, oh, i-allocate na lang. Paano ba? Ang hirap kasi hindi natin naiintindihan yung problema. So, I hope that he, he would have at least uh, given us why. Kasi yun nga. Di pala sana kung walang ano eh. Kung wala, walang existing. Uh, we understand. Kasi there is a need to take care of our OFWs. But anyway, I'm going in circles na. So, let's continue. Oh, sige. The creation of these uh, departments. We shall support the creation of the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. It will uh, focus on our country's uh, disease surveillance capacities. Ano daw? Ah, uh, gagawa daw siya ng CDC ng Philippines. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah I, okay. I agree. Actually, uh, now that we have uh, epidemiologists, that is with the UP NIH. Um, and uh, people from the Okta Research Group. I think it's possible to create at least uh-huh. a team, at least, or an entire department. Gawin na nilang legit yun. Uh-huh. Yeah, kasi actually, madami, madami mga sakit dito sa Pilipinas that we should really be uh, you know, monitoring. And I think that's that's a good thing. Um, don't really have anything much to say about that. Uh, sa execution na lang talaga magkakatalo yan. Anyway, moving towards the next one uh, to support MSMEs towards pandemic recovery. Ay, hindi pa patapos yan. Akala ko Many na, uh, small businesses have <laughs> uh, indeed suffered uh, immediate losses as a result of the pandemic. But uh, many businesses have emerged and have uh, thrived amid these uh, challenging times. The Duterte administration has uh, continued to provide employment facilitation, and training programs to enhance the skills of micro, small, and medium entrepreneurs. MSMEs uh, constitute uh, 99.6% of the total number of business uh, entities nationwide. They uh, provide our uh, people the opportunity to earn uh, without a huge capital, helping the government uh, reduce the number of our people, including those in rural areas found below the poverty line. We will uh, increase the number of uh, negotiation centers established nationwide and uh, continue the pondo sa pagbabago at pag-asenso P3, which was uh, launched in uh, 2017, a microfinancing scheme alternative to the 5-6 uh, uh, lending scheme. In the midst of the pandemic, the Department of Trade and Industry has also established uh, its uh, COVID-19 assistance to restart uh, enterprises cares that uh, provide uh, simplified and easy to access loan services we will still pursue this as a senator i supported the passage of republic act 11534 otherwise known as the corporate recovery and uh, tax incentives for enterprises create uh, act which uh, lowered the corporate income tax with the objective of uh, helping struggling MSMEs 
to cope with the pandemic, MSMEs will be the biggest beneficiaries of CREATE. The CREATE law immediately reduces the CIT rate from the current 30% to 20% for MSMEs. Even uh, prior to the pandemic, the President uh, recognized the uh, importance of innovation to enable MSMEs to be a part of the domestic and global supply chain that uh, he signed Republic Act uh, 11293 or the Philippine Innovation Act in 2019. With the uh, growing number of uh, small uh, entrepreneurs in the country, we must also uh, have a regulating body that will uh, oversee the franchise uh, industry. We must protect franchises uh, from possible uh, fraudulent schemes and terms that uh, will put them in a disadvantageous uh, position. So, for MSMEs, itutuloy lang kung whatever financial assistance that they're currently getting. Kasi I did tax cuts. Uh-huh. At saka tax cut, sa yung corporate tax from 30 to 20%. I didn't really see anything new. Um, again, continuity yung aim niya. Uh-huh. So, ang sinabi niya is basically to continue whatever project that they have for uh, financial assistance and loan assistance for MSMEs. Uh, Tinama si Bongo, wala silang stand sa oil and uh, power um, tax. Kasi nga, it should, I, I think, it's part of train and also um, another way to go around it. Kasi ang idea din naman nung kay Isko is parang uh, ano, uh, spending, di ba? So, Tama sa negosyo, kung, kung may cut ka naman sa tax na babayaran mo, one way or another, you offset the cost of the high prices. So, that's another way to do it. Pero, again, natin. Pero wala siyang bago eh. Puro yeah, wala nang bago. Continuity. Oh. <laughs> so, ito, ang kanya next part. Siya, lang, siya lagi may ganito, no? Well, at least, we, we've already examined two so far. So, uh-huh. siya lang yung may mga ganyan. May mga chapters. <laughs> uh-huh. Infrastructure development is next. I agree that a build, build, build program is a banner achievement of the Duterte administration. And I also believe that uh, we can use the Build, Build, Build program to fuel our economic recovery. We are an uh, archipelago. We need the uh, connectivity. This is the reason why we have uh, inaugurated many airports, seaports, roads and bridges under the Duterte administration so we can uh, reach the farthest uh, places in the country. Although uh, we may be burdened by the cost, the build, build, build must not be stopped. Hindi dapat ihinto ang magandang programang ito, hanapan ng paraan para mapondohan ang mga proyekto sa ilalim ng programang ito. To sustain uh, build, 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 we will uh, partner with the private sector, improve and strongly pursue the collection of taxes, and exercise uh, prudent fiscal management. To ensure build, build, build programs integrity, we will intensify our anti-corruption efforts and promote freedom of information in the program. As president, I will continue to address bureaucratic hurdles. I have co-authored and co-sponsored Republic Act 11517, an act expediting the processing and issuance of national and local permits, licenses and certifications in times of national emergency. I will ensure that this law is implemented so that the objectives of the law are met. 
that's interesting ah. Yung ano, yung law na yon. I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the parang ano, I forgot what it's called in the US. Yung parang emergency oh. act na they're basically yeah. sequestering removing all government private. Oh. Oo. Anyway, pwede nilang i-mandate yung private uh, business to manufacture in times of war. Yeah. Parang ganun. Oo. Para tas I think that was ano called many times during the start of the pandemic. So yun. Yeah, it was involved. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's interesting. I didn't know that we did not have one. I always thought that there was at least a provision yeah, pag, in law. Pag nasa gera kasi tayo, sumasakay lang naman tayo sa Amerika. <laughs> Sinusupply lang natin, ano eh, mga baril, ay ano eh, mga ano, uh, tagdito, matapang na tao. Eh, mga, matapang na tao. Uh, matatapang. <laughs> Yun ang ating export. Sugo. Ano pa rin? <laughs> ano pa rin? Tagdito, workforce outsourcing labor. pa rin. No, labor. In-outsource pa rin. Diba, <laughs> 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 diba pati sa baril na outsource. Sige, tukay sa harapan. Ganyan. Anyway, yan nga. Uh, build, build, build. Uh, we expected this. And, well, at least, we meant... Wala, walang bago. Walang bago. <laughs> Ang pinakaiba lang dito sa portion na to is, is explaining a little bit yeah. of it. So, that's better, okay? We're getting a bit more. Alright, let's continue. As a provinciano, I want uh, to see equal opportunities across the regions. Walang isla ang mapag-iiwanan. Contrary to the question, the agriculture and uh, fishery sector managed to grow by an annual average of 1.6% from 2017 to 2020, while the sector's uh, production decreased by uh, 0.2% from the last two years. This uh, remains uh, minimal. Food security is an integral element of our uh, national security. Hungry people are angry people. Having said this, uh, we will uh, continue to build agricultural support systems and uh, infrastructure such as uh, farm-to-market roads. As part of our uh, priority measures, we must uh, establish by law the uh, Rural Agricultural and Fisheries Development Financing System as uh, many of you know, the President uh, signed the Republic Act uh, 10969 or the uh, Free Irrigation Law in 2019. We shall likewise enhance the irrigation of farmlands. Ipagpapatuloy uh, at uh, papalawigin natin ang National uh, Rice Program, Rice uh, Competitiveness Enhancement Fund, at iba pang uh, programa para sa mga magsasaka at mangingisda. We must uh, invest heavily in the establishment of uh, regional and big uh, provincial storage facilities equipped with uh, central refrigerated warehouses, chilling rooms, freezer storage, ice plants, black... So, halos pareho siya ng cold chain plano ni, ano, eh, no? ni Isko? Mm. Yeah, so parang ako, to me, ito na yung ina-item. Nagtataka nga ako, eh, para kasi bumabalik tayo from the points earlier, sa so parang kinoclose down niya to. So, kanina, hi, by, banner, banner, banner headline, tapos, oo, tsaka na, okay, okay. tsaka iniisa-isa yung portion. So, ang weird nung, ang weird na structure, but anyway. Tsaka, again, it's <laughs> just reiterating what, what, what the third did. So, I think, I mean, yun man natin yung sinasabi. Ako, personally, mas marami talaga ako naramdaman nung panahon ni Duterte than others. So, wala naman akong ano na may marami talaga silang 
ginawa. Ang kaso sa kandidato, ano yung gagawin mong different? Oh, yes, that was done the last six years. Hindi mo naman uulitin yun eh. He, diba? He's, he's still shilling for Duterte. Pang ano na to, halos patapos na yung speech niya. Parang five minutes na lang yata yung natin. Kasama pa yung closing remarks niya. So, <laughs> Kumbaga, you could have done this. Ito yung mga dapat, ano, you know what, this meeting could have been an email. Yes. Sabihin <laughs> mo lang, I'm just gonna continue everything we're doing and do it. Do more. Do, do more. Diba? Thank you. Just uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, let's continue. Ano ba yan? Freezers and refrigerated processing rooms. Oh, among talaga, yeah, no? This will uh, prevent uh, wastage of farm produce uh, like what happened to some uh, vegetable farmers. who had to dump their uh, unsold uh, ripe uh, tomatoes on the roadside in Benguet, for example, we must uh, promote <laughs> agripreneurship. <laughs> Kailangan, ang mindset nila ay hindi lang ang uh, pagiging magsasaka at mangingisda. Turuan natin sila at iba pang uh, kasapi ng kanilang pamilya sa pagninegosyo. Halimbawa, imbis na magtanim ng mais, mag-harvest nito ng ilang beses sa isang taon at magbenta sa palengke sa murang halaga, bakit hindi natin tuturuan kung paano gumawa ng animal feeds, ingredients, gamit ang mais bilang pangunahing ingredient. Bigyan natin sila ng dignidad na hindi lang sila ang pangkaraniwang mga magsasaka at mangingisda. Gagawin din natin silang mga negosyante. We must give them free business skills and technological trainings. We must uh, give more incentives to children of farmers, such as uh, better scholarship grants, to encourage them to continue farming. Marami sa mga anak ng mga magsasaka natin ang ayaw ng uh, magtrabaho bilang magsasaka. Marami sa kanila uh-huh. ang uh, pupunta na sa lungsod para magtrabaho bilang kargador, construction workers, at kasambahay. Darating ang panahon na kukonti na lang ang may uh, gustong maging magsasaka. Sino na ngayon ang magtatanim ng mga pagkaing ating kakainin? Hindi naman pwedeng lahat ay uh, iasa natin sa pag-aangkat. Hindi na tayo magiging uh, food sufficient. Kalaunan, mamumulubi na lang tayo sa ibang bansa para sa ating uh, pagkain. As a senator, I have uh, supported the passage of uh, Republic uh, Act 11524, also known as the uh, Uh, Coconut uh, Farmers and Industry Trust Fund Act. Ito po yung uh, pinangako ni uh, Pangulong Duterte noong uh, 2016 which uh, provides uh, for the creation of a trust fund for the country's uh, coconut industry and its workers. This is long overdue since uh, funds were recovered by the government nearly 10 years ago after decades of uh, litigation. Okay, stop that. So, that's pretty much a lot of the things we said as uh, episode ni Isko as mm-hmm. we uh, actually dissected the argument. So, parang, pwede na ba tayo maging presidential if Takbo na tayo. Kapag nakita, na, nakita natin ganong klaseng Kaso, hindi pa, hindi pa ako, anal- analysis. Hindi pa ako 40 eh. <laughs> Maka nakagawa tayo ng ganong analysis ng walang data, ng walang... Oh, diba? ano, it's purely common. It's purely common sense. Maka iniisip natin na bakit nga naman hindi tinuturuan yung mga... Listen to that episode, you'll hear a lot of what he said. Basically, parang nakinig si Bongo sa atin doon. But, you know, pre- <laughs> having all the access to the information, being on the side of the president for 60 years or how many how many years, are we at this stage pa rin? So, I mean, 
sige, tanggalin natin na yung benefit of the doubt na maybe we are super behind na parang at this stage we're at that level na ganun pala yung ginagawa natin. Maybe there is some angle to that na it, we're that far behind na what seems common sense is just about to being done or even being promised now. Sana noon pa tong mga to nagawa, no? So, natin ko ano yung economic recovery niya, no? May nabasa pa ako dito sa cheat sheet natin sa amin niya yung tignan natin kung kailan niya babanggitin tong paggamit ng edukasyon at training, layunin na may isang college graduate kada pamilya. Let's see. Some quarters believe that uh, economic recovery will happen in 2023, but uh, we aim to recover by uh, 2022. Magtulungan uh, lang po tayo at uh, kailangan po cooperation ng bawat isa. In the uh, immediate term, we shall uh, provide assistance uh, to MSMEs. As uh, I have uh, mentioned earlier, to this end, we must uh, strengthen the capacity of the Land Bank of the Philippines and uh, Development Bank of the Philippines in order to provide uh, much-needed access to credit and financial assistance to uh, distressed uh, businesses, including MSMEs, uh, strategically important companies, and other uh, businesses affected by the uh, pandemic. We must also lower the overall costs of uh, borrowing for uh, MSMEs. MSME support is a critical job-saving intervention as these uh, enterprises hire approximately 9 million people or uh, 63% of the workforce. Government uh, financial institutions shall be uh, mandated to expand their uh, credit programs in order to assist affected MSMEs in meeting their uh, liquidity uh, needs. In the long term, we... So, taga-tagama, pansin mo yung plana niya to decrease yung cost to get financial assistance. So, ISCO is promising 0% uh, na loans for MSMEs. Siya, reduce. <laughs> May konting ano eh, no? Konting realism dun sa pangako nito ni Kuye. Uh-huh. And I think, um, I think he's hinting at uh, doing so will result in them keeping the jobs that they produce. Um, and then, ang comparison naman niya with Lenny is that the condition of the financial assistance is that they won't really fire anyone. Yeah. So, ito yung pinakaiba ng theoretical purely sa meron ng may experience mm-hmm. sa what's realistic versus what's not realistic. So, kumbaga, ikaw hindi ka naman mangangako na ano eh, di ba? Kumbawa, ikaw nasa oil industry ka, sinabi ko sa'yo na 0%, uh, hindi ka muna itatax. At ganyan, eh, di matutuwa ka ngayon. Tapos pagdating na sa reality, sa implementation, ayun, laki pala nung ano. Pero pinangako mo na, di ba? Oh. Parang ganito, may, meron na med, medyo careful na ito in a way kasi nga may experience. Yeah, and <clears throat> yun nga, medyo, medyo grounded siya as compared to the other promises of at least the two that we've taken a look at. And then, just a disclaimer for those people who are listening, um, what we are talking about is Isco's speech here in the 47th Philippine Business Conference and Expo and Lenny's ad uh, for her kalayaan uh, sa COVID plan. But Lenny Robredo, uh, her panel here in the Expo, we will still take a look at that. Um, in the later episode. So anyway, let's continue sure. with Christopher Lawrence Bongo. We must uh, focus <laughs> on uh, rural development, 
and the pump prime commercial and industrial developments outside Metro Manila as well as uh, develop uh, growth corridors outside of NCR and Luzon. The Duterte administration has made government uh, more responsive by uh, institutionalizing reforms to streamline government processes such as designing of uh, Republic Act uh, 11032 or the Ease of Doing Business Act, the creation of an uh, anti-red uh, tape authority or ARTA, uh, facilitating the transition to e-governance and the implementation of the Philippine ID system among others. I have uh, a pending bill in the Senate, the proposed uh, e-governance act that I filed on my uh, first year as a senator it can serve partly as a uh, blueprint and model on how we can transform many processes into digitalized form. You know, we talked about it earlier now uh -huh. making it easier for everyone to access government services is a net positive for everyone. I mean, let's continue. On uh, education, I will uh, see to it that uh, each and every uh, poor family will have at least one graduate. The Duterte administration ensured greater access to quality education and training. Republic Act 10931, also known as the Universal Access to Quality Tertiary Education Act, signed by President Duterte, successfully provides underprivileged Filipino students the opportunity to pursue college degrees through free tuition and exemption from other fees in state colleges and universities. Isa ito sa mga legacies ng Duterte administration na kailangan nating ipagpatuloy. An estimated 1.6 million poor Filipino students are now in school without paying for their tuition and miscellaneous fees because of the government's free higher education program. We also need to equip our people with additional skills and trainings such as uh, financial literacy uh, programs for high school and college students, digital literacy uh, given the increasing use of the internet in our economy, and youth entrepreneurship so that their business skills will be polished even uh, when they are uh, still young. We must uh, provide our students better and easier access to international quality education through the uh, Transnational Higher Education Act or uh, Republic Act number 11448 signed by President uh, Duterte last August 2019. Doing this uh, will make our students uh, more globally competitive. We must uh, continue also to provide technical and vocational education and skills trainings through TESDA Malasakit, especially in the fields of tourism, agriculture and fisheries, electrical and electronic, construction and social community development. Ano mo? So, <laughs> sige, go. So, yeah, I agree with that. College education really uh, has to be more accessible. And we talked about it in the previous episode with Isko Moreno. Na as we approach the possibility of distance learning, that will open up a lot more opportunities for people, especially kung nasa rural area ka and you want to apply for a university that offers a specific program 
uh, you can now do so without actually moving to the city and maybe we can get more subsidies from the government for that. But I think one of the linchpins that has not been addressed at all um, that would probably make a lot of people's lives easier. I don't know if you agree with me on this, but actually fulfill the promise of the K-12 program. Because the promise of the K-12 program is that what you don't need college anymore because you are supposed to have the basic skills needed for any basic job. The problem kasi, is that a lot of employers are requiring college degrees for jobs that can be performed by anyone that can understand and speak and write and use a uh, computer with. And I, I've told you this story many times. I'm baffled na uh, a 7-Eleven near me is hiring a cashier na kailangan meron kang certain number of units in college. Why? Diba? Ang nangyayari kasi is that we are trying to make education a lot more um, accessible for everyone but the jobs are not accessible at all if you're not you know a degree holder there are several um, industries out there that are very very accepting kasi for a job you just know if the person can do the job and that's what we've been doing uh, in the BPO world in our uh, sphere as long as you can do this job you will be hired and if you can do well in that job, you'll probably even get promoted. Parang nagigigi kasi siyang barrier na even for the simplest office jobs, ang dami mong requirements na kailangan. And people are taking, alam mo yun, they are taking a financial risk uh, to send a, a, their sons and daughters to college just for them to have a certificate, a diploma. Yeah. And it's not really for them to learn a specific job. Kaya it's so commercialized nowadays na parang para saan pa, ba? Na yeah. in other countries, in other developed countries, there there is actually a choice for them if they want to go to a university or kung gusto nila. Ang tawag nila nga sa parang mga testa, ang tawag nila dun is trade schools. If you want to learn a trade and actually work in that trade, you just need to attend their trainings and it's much cheaper than actually completing a four-year course. Yes, bachelor's right. degree ka, but for the lowest of the lowest job types to require that high of a, because uh, parang inya, it shouldn't be a requirement. That's what like, that's what connecting to what connecting to what we've been saying to prepare our people for jobs of the future. I don't the jobs that are hiring now don't require whatever background course that they have yeah. um, and not to think not to uh, mention a lot of the skills people actually hire for can be learned online for free on the internet <laughs> just by YouTube self-teaching if we just facilitate uh, put a structure onto these people that actually can learn this that doesn't cost much I mean if you can freaking go to YouTube learn the skill that pays uh, you know, thousands of dollars, diba? Mm -hmm. Why do you even have to go to a university? Because that's a traditional mindset. Kaya I'm interested to what you're about to say kanina na. Kada pamilya i-ensure na may, may college, college graduate. So what? How many college graduates don't have jobs? Ano yung merit nung pag-graduate? I did not graduate, diba? <clears throat> Parang ang, ang point ko doon is we're still looking at it in a traditional sense na kailangan maybe put it in a word na um, every family would have at least one person with education. I think that might be better phrasing. 
Um, kasi ano nangyayari ba? Ako, for example, um, tag dito, napanganay ka, kunwari, na, nag-graduate ka, ikaw yung dinapang ng mga magulang mo makagraduate. What's your role? Kailangan pag-graduate din yung mga, mga kapatid ano, mo. Yung mga kapatid mo. So, not only you wasted four years of your life graduating yourself, after you actually graduated, you waste another how many more years para makagraduate lahat ng kapatid mo before you can actually move forward with your life, establish yourself and family and whatever. Yun ang nagiging dynamic. So, we're wasting a whole lot of time learning these irrelevant things. And I've said it the way, way back in some of our earlier episodes. With the pandemic reset, um, we expect a lot of people are left behind in their education now with the distant learning and all that. We need to rewrite the whole mindset around education. Even in the U.S., even in industrialized country, and daming conversation around what's the value of a college education now yes. when a lot of the things that are in, available online for free to learn. Diba? Hindi, hindi na malinaw. So, I think it should be anong field you decide to work on, master that work. Diba? And then, y- yun ang uh, i-focus natin. Going back to kanina, yung sinasabi niya mismo na yung mga pamilya ng mga farmer, well, ayaw na nila maging, maging farmer after a while. Why? Diba? Educate mo sila in, in the field of farming. Yun yung industry nila. Eh. Kaya tatanong nila yun, doon sa may manging isda, eh, paano daw siya napunta sa pagiging manging isda, eh, yung nanay at tatay niya manging isda. Maybe Ay, that's yun, your parang, point, di ba? <laughs> baka yun pala yung sabi ni, ni Madam, uh, explaining it for her. But ang point kasi, di ba, <clears throat> yung kagaya sa US, yung mga last name ng mga tao based sa kung ano yung trade nila before. <laughs> If you're ano, locksmith or smith or whatever, di ba, carpenter, may ganun eh. Although you don't want to box people, you want them to be able to do whatever they want to do. But somewhat, Uh, restructure our expectation. Yung sinabi mo sa K-12 makes a lot of sense where kaya tayo nag-sacrifice ng ganon kasi we were expecting na you get to graduate sooner, you get to join the workforce sooner and help the economy faster. Pero, ano nangyayari is that um, while may hiring na, I think in the BPO world, nag-open tayo sa mga K-12 graduates. But other industries did not. Yes. Nag-open at all. <laughs> Uh, tapos ang gagawin lang naman, ano bang ginagawa? Mas mahirap pa nga ginagawa natin sa BPO kaysa sa ginagawa nila, to be honest. Diba? To be perfectly honest, di ba? Yung sa kanila, napaka-specific na task, ulit-ulit, yun ulit, ulit, ang gagawin. Uh, it's not even hard. I mean, anong klaseng education? Tapos, ako, like I said, kapag nag-aral ka, like in Lyce, yung tuturuan ka yung buhay ni Jose Laurel. There's a specific unit. <laughs> para lang aralin mo yung yung buhay ng founder ng eskwelahan. What's the point? Why is that even why, why is that important to me? If I want to learn, make it available. Pero, di ba, we're wasting a lot of time in a country na we cannot afford it. Yes. It's not just the financial cost, the time commercialized cost. Masyado. And the sooner they, oh, oh, the sooner they get to join the workforce, the better it is. Di ba, yun yung mindset and then more targeted skill. Um, focus mo lang instead of a four-year course. But I think it's a, it's a transition the world has to to figure out right but ngayon the alam mo yun graduate ka sa Pilipinas nag-aral ka ng ganito from a school you never even heard of and mag-a-apply ka online as a freelancer and then your uh, your client that hires you don't even know what that school is and couldn't even care less ang gusto nyo lang kaya mo ba to yes diba and then you get paid more than graduate people <laughs> uh, alam mo yun there's 
may mali talaga eh. Ah, hindi, hindi siya, it's, hindi siya maganda. It's too close to home. <laughs> so yun, di ba? Oo. Oh, oh. I studied engineering and when I tried to apply, gusto ko yung mga offer. Mas maganda sa taas pa yung offer sa basic level agent. But, yun nga, we're both in management uh, in the, in the, in, in our company. And, yun nga, a lot of the people around us were hired because of the merits within that uh, work pool. Hindi na siya yung tipong kung pa, parang never ko na, na never yung tinanong sa akin when I was applying for as assistant manager. Never tinanong sa akin kung naka, saka na-graduate. Oo, oh, saka na-graduate, nakatapos ka ba ng college. What they were asking were questions that were relevant to the job. And Yeah, even now, if you go, like, say, for example, with our experience, we go to another company, we will not even get asked kung saan ka nag-aral. It's parang footnote na nga lang education sa sa resume because they, what matters is your experience and what you can really deliver, diba? But I think, ano yan eh, deeper, pero may mindset kasi na ganun eh, pag-graduate ka, yan na success na makakaon yun. It's not na, true. Not true. <laughs> not true at It's not the, ano. <laughs> So we have to rethink that. So um, while it's good, the idea of educating at least one person in the family is is good. Pero di ba make it realistic. We don't have the the liberty of time. Hindi tayo kagaya na. Kaya ito yung pinagkaiba ng mga graduates natin. Eh. Sa ibang bansa meron sila mga PhD, may mga uh, doctorate of kanito, ganyan ganyan. Parang scholars yung dating. Pero pag if you're a scholar, di ba what do you end up being? Uh, you write a book or you're, you're a professor, diba? It, yun mga people that can afford that are those with coming from you know, a privileged background, diba? Mm-hmm. Pero anything else, wala eh. Halagang, if you want to be practical, you have to be true to yourself. We're not in that stage. We're a country that uh, exports our resources. I mean, imports our, um, exports our resources and manpower. Yun yung meron tayo eh. Diba? And right now, they take advantage of China. For example, they know they have cheap labor. They are a manufacturing country. Diba? Um, in, in India, they know they, they also cheap labor, but they have a technical background. So they become you know tech ano, <laughs> leaders Tama. in the world. Mga bagay. So, tayo, let's be true to, to ourselves. Let's say that the only way to success is to graduate. Well, education should be available to everyone. It should not be a requirement, a priority in yeah. this day and age, where skills matter more than your, um, you know, your resume or your output matters more than your um, whatever graduate mong ginawa. Yeah. I re- anyway, I really hope that the other other industries would follow suit. But anyway, that's a hope that I've had for a long time. Ito, I think it's this. The next one is fluff. For protecting and pursuing legacy. How, how is that a platform? How is that even a <laughs> protecting platform? Protecting and pursuing. Ba? Diba? Ang pwasi yan. natin kung paano siya i-deliver ni Christopher Lawrence. Mon bongo. Why? What they promise, we have already delivered. Oy. We have a proven <laughs> track record of competence and compassionate service. The Duterte administration has accomplished so much, far more than what previous administrations have done. We only need to sustain the gains of this administration. And in order to ensure the continuity of these achievements and gains under the able leadership of President Duterte, 
I am presenting myself to the public. Hindi ko hahayaan na masayang lang ang lahat ng pagod at efforts ng Duterte administration. Hindi hindi natin sisirain ang legacy ni Pangulong Duterte. Nakita niyo naman po sa loob ng limang taon, tahimik tayong nagtatrabaho, hindi po tayo mahilig magpabida, hintayin niyo na lang ang resulta. Let my uh, track record uh, speak for itself. I am an action man. Ang bisyo ko ay magservisyo. Naniniwala po ako na isa lang tayo dadahan sa mundo ito. Kung ano pong kabutihan o tulong na pwede natin gawin sa ating kapwa-tao, gawin na po natin ngayon. Dahil hindi na po tayo babalik sa mundong ito. Ako po ang inyong uh, Mr. Marasakit. Unahin ko ang bayan at ang Pilipino sa pagbibigay ng serbisyong walang tulog. Tutulungan natin ang lahat. Ito ang serbisyong Tatak Duterte. Ituloy ang pagbabago. Maraming salamat po. Nagang salamat. To God be the glory. Go Pilipinas! Tapos, yun pala yung slogan. Go Pilipinas. Yan. Go Bongo. Regardless of what, <laughs> regardless of what this guy said, I think he's playing through to what their um, strategy is. And, and, he's not cringy. Sana, sana all cringy. Yeah, at least it's diba? not Kaya as cringy. Nakakatawa yung mga ibang pa, padali niya. Ang bisyo ko ay mag-service. Yan. <laughs> may pa-box pa. Pinto and two pa, diba? Pero hindi siya cringy. Parang, alam mo yun, ako, ang sobrang kulang para sa akin as a yes. candidate na ang cool. Kasi gets na namin eh, na you're running under that party, you're running under a person na you trust so much. Gets na namin na continuity. What can you do beyond continuing? Kasi don't say na enough yeah. na yung whatever you guys Ano ba yung added value mo? Yun yung, yun yung, yung kasi yung problem eh. That's, that's, that's the entire issue about that entire thing. Kasi basically nga, it's a second term. Anong, yeah. Ano bang pwede mo pang sabihin? Well, we did get... Should be a given. Hindi naman natin minamaliit lahat ng sinabi. Dapat is continued, importante. We know we've called it out na mali nga yung hindi tinutuloy. Pero what can you do beyond continuing? Alam mo yun, parang yeah. sinasabi mo sa amin na wala ka nang gagawin, magko-coast ka na lang until the end of the year. I mean, the term. Kasi parang uh, you're so confident na whatever you guys did will just be good enough. Right? Dapat, ano eh, maliban sa pagtutuloy ng lahat ng mga initiatives, blah, 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 blah. Ito yung mga gagawin natin na hopefully pagpatuloy ng susunod na ganyan. Ito yung mga long-term strategy. Because a lot of the, the things I said, mga superficial, that I, to, me is ba- to me is band-aid. And like I said, maybe I get it because uh, nandun tayo sa stage na we're just barely meeting what we should be doing as a basic expectation. Kaya ganun yung mga approaches nila. But, but still, you know, beyond that, what's uh, what's next? Yun ang pinaka-ano ko lang sa comment natin kay Mr. Malasakit. Uh, Christopher Lord, Lawrence. Uh, Chris, yeah. Christopher Lawrence Bong Go. Uh, go Pilipinas. Ang ating <laughs> kampi. Ito lang natin. Ngayon wala so talaga natin. Conc- <laughs> Pangalan niya. Uh, that concludes our second candidate review for the economic platform. Hopefully that provides you insight. Uh, you agree, disagree with our input and comments. Please feel free to let us know, share, and reach out in Facebook uh, info context. And hope 
to see you all soon. Kabren, any closing remarks? Wala. Natuwa lang talaga ako na ngayon ko lang nalaman ng full name niya. Uh, Christopher Lawrence, tunog Katrina Halili dati. Ganun, <laughs> parang gano'n. Parang ano nga, parang, parang R&B singer. Ganun yung dati yung pangalan. Ngayon ko lang nalaman nung pinapinanood dati itong uh, <laughs> expo. But yeah, uh, upcoming is Ping Laxon. He will be the next one in our lineup. And we haven't heard much from him aside from his latest stunt na nagtanim siya ng watawat sa West Philippines Sea. So, uh, we'll know more about his economic platform in the next episode. So, stay tuned and see you all again next week. See y'all. Bye. Bye-bye.